I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I make it cute. Welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're here. I know that you missed me last week. I missed being here. I was having some technical difficulties, but I'm back in business and I'm ready to kick some ass. It has been a great past two weeks. I've been doing a lot of cool things. And by cool things, I mean things for myself. Um, I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I started a book club and I finally got the book that my club is reading and I am almost 60% through it. And I started reading it three days ago. So that plan kind of backfired on me because I didn't realize that I was going to be so into this book where I literally can't put it down. And now I'm reading for like hours a day and just really getting ahead. And our first meeting is until September. I digress. Um, but I think that we're about to enter a new month. You know, this is happening a couple days before August. And one thing I want to do is I want to start being really open and honest about my reflection and being like intentional. And I think 
my word of the year, um, if you guys have been listening since January, is mindfulness. And this is part of my mindfulness practice. I haven't let it go. That is my word of intention for the year. I'm intentionally taking control of certain circumstances in my life and really just trying to action my goals and achieve them. So this episode is going to be kind of like a a catch-up, an ode to fall, an ode to life, just living. It's very much so an open conversation between the two of us. I'm going to ask some questions. I want to know your thoughts, Um, but I'm also going to tell you my thoughts. And of course, we're going to talk recipes. This isn't the recipe I'm sharing today, but today I... Let let me be honest with you guys. I am a person in a bigger body, and I love my body, and I love what it does for me, and I love all the things about it, but right now, I am working to love my body even more, and I've been struggling with this journey and of self-love and acceptance and accepting myself where I'm at, not where I want to be. Like, I started going to the gym more often and, like, pelotoning and, you know, doing yoga and trying to eat better, and it's been, it's been good. It's been in much easier journey than I expected, but I find myself falling back into certain habits and certain patterns of disordered eating, which I'm a little bit concerned about. But today I had a burger for dinner from HelloFresh. I I think the half of the meal was like a thousand calories, which, you know, was a little jarring. Um, Just whenever you actually acknowledge how many calories are in the food that we eat. But you know what? It was fucking delicious. It it was so good. Um, So it's one of those things that here's my little just like tidbit. And I know that was such a random pivot, but I was just thinking about, you know, goals and things that I'm doing. And one of the things I'm doing and one of my goals is to, you know, work out, like love my body even more, treat it better than I have been and just do things to make myself feel better and feel better in my own skin. And that's been a a really big, really big journey. And I mean, honestly, I feel like this episode might even take more of a self-love kind of overarching theme because all the things that I feel like I'm doing right now are really on my journey to loving myself. And if you've been around for a while, you know that I have an episode. Um, it, it was probably quarter three of last year, maybe like October, November. And one thing that you may not know about me is that I assess my goals on a quarterly basis. So July was the start of a new quarter. I wrote down my goals. I said, this is what I want to accomplish. So I'm going to look back at the end of September and I'm going to see what goals I accomplished. And I said I wanted to be more active and I wanted to just start pushing my body to new extents and to try and recoup some of the things I used to do and the things I used to be able to do. I think we all went through this pandemic together and we all were locked in our homes. And the last thing we wanted to do was go into a crowded gym where these germs were recycled and people may have not been wearing masks. And I mean, that's, you know, that's your own journey. That's your own um, thing, whether you decide that you want to wear one or not. But I knew that gyms were very much a hot spot and just, yeah, it just, I didn't feel super comfortable myself and with my journey to go to the gym and to expose myself to that. And I also need a separation. I've learned I need a separation between my working space and my home space. And 
Additionally, I need my, a separation between my home space and my athletic space. And joining a gym outside of my building has been really fruitful towards that goal and towards that method of trying to love myself more and be kinder to myself. But anyways, I kind of just went off. But that was to kind of double back. I assess my life quarter by quarter. I don't assess my life on a yearly basis. I don't assess my life on a semi-annually basis. I think quarters are the best time to assess your life because it's easy to action things. If you have three months to get something done, you have a lot less time to procrastinate. And as you may know, and I feel like I'm really reaching back to a lot of different episodes. So if you're a first-time listener, I have a lot of different episodes regarding a lot of different subject matter. Some of it is as simple as just like, an album that I like and a movie that I like. And some of it is kind of like this life conversation and this like candid conversation about procrastination habits or burning out at work. So just flip through the discography, give some older episodes a listen. I promise everything will make sense, especially if I'm referencing it in this episode or future episodes. But you guys may know I used to be a procrastinator. I still am. And it's, it's hard because I don't know if anyone else feels like this. And I want you to really like take a second and reflect and see if you do feel like this. Whenever I focus on one part of my life, another part of my life always, always like clockwork fails. And when I say fails, I I would say not even fails. It's neglected. For me right now, my home is so neglected. I was so motivated this weekend. I was like, okay, I'm going to pull everything out of my closets. I'm going to assess what I'm wearing because I've been acquiring so much new clothing and, you know, new shoes. And also, if you haven't seen the TikTok about me unboxing my Ferragamo boots, go watch it. They're so cute. Um, Side note, but I just really needed to kind of get in that space where I was like, okay, I'm going to be productive. And it's a project that I still haven't finished. And it's almost a week later and I go to Boston this weekend and I still know when I'm going to have time to do it. So, you know, wish me luck, but it's like, I'm focusing on my health. So my home is failing or being neglected. I'm focusing on my intellect. So my home is taking a hit. And I'm also focusing on my social life. If you follow me on Instagram, I've been with a different person pretty much every night. When I say a different person, I mean like a different friend in a friendly platonic sense. Not I'm not I'm not throwing it around. I'm not throwing the kitty around. I don't have a kitty, but you know what I mean. Um I, I think I'm blushing. I think I'm blushing behind the the mic. So I'm gonna going to digress from that and you know story for another time but regardless i'm investing in my social life i'm investing in my work life i'm investing in so many other portions of my life that some portion of my life is being neglected and i'm not the perfect person and um my friend kelly uh she was on the show a couple weeks ago or maybe a couple months ago at this point it, it, it's been a hot minute but my friend kelly she is doing this really fun series on her page about um, that girl. And I say that girl as in like T-H-A-T in all caps. Like, And it's like becoming that girl or doing that girl's routine and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it's so funny because I think it, um, I think it's a really fun series and I really enjoy watching it. But it raises the question of we all know that girl, right? The girl who 
wakes up at 4 a.m., runs nine miles before 6 a.m., drinks their perfect cup of coffee, has the perfect, like, fridge, has the perfect life. Actually, I saw, like, a That Girl video on my For You page earlier, and it's just, like, is this what we're striving to be? And in a sense, yes. I think we all want to have that that almost perfect-seeming life, but that's where the problem lies in. It's seemingly perfect. It's not actually actionable perfect it's seemingly perfect and i think that's where i also need to check myself because i think the life that i portray to my followers or to my friends or to my family is a much different life than i live i come home i'm tired of shit i don't want to clean i don't want to do anything i don't i can't even muster the attention to sit through a show without having to be on my phone and check emails or without having to think about concepts for you know the podcast or for my content I'm going a million miles a minute and I think lately on the podcast I've been very transparent about you know kind of like the behind the scenes and kind of like my daily life and how social media has so much impacted it um but i think i present a facade that you know everything is sunshine and rainbows and all i do is go ride my peloton and go to nice dinners and you know take nice cars and travel but that's not the case i yes do i have 90 percent of good moments that i can film absolutely but that 10 percent, nobody sees it nobody Heck, I I barely see it, and I'm the only one with myself. I live alone, so it's like nobody really sees that 10%, that 10% of time where I am feeling stressed or where I just am racing a million miles a minute or where my anxiety is kicking in about not feeling like I'm good enough. And that's not even in relation to like social media, but like just like comparing myself to my coworkers, to my friends, to my family, just comparing myself consistently to myself, seeing if I'm happy with the journey that I've made and seeing if I'm happy with the person I'm becoming and the person I'm blossoming into. I am 24 years old and I know that I have a lot of life to live, hopefully, but I have also lived a lot of life, and that is my truth. It's one of those things that I think a lot of times we are desensitized almost to the fact that we are aging and that we had a year ripped away from us and that nobody knows what the hell is going on at any given moment. And as much as I would love to have a one-year, two-year, a three-year, or four-year, or five-year plan, I can't have that anymore because I had a five-year plan. I had a three-year plan. And look what happened. I had a year of my life ripped away from me. Was I able to create something really beautiful and amazing and really engage with this community that we've created here and engage with my following on TikTok and build my following on Instagram and just continue to engage with all these wonderful humans and build this community of people who I now can leverage and who I can talk to and who I can have dialogues with? Absolutely. But at the same time, do I feel like my entire life was derailed for a year? simultaneously yes yes i do and that boils down to saying i will no longer be creating a one-year or a five-year plan i will be creating a quarterly plan something digestible something that i can easily do and i guess that kind of leads into me talking about 
what exactly my my quarterly goals were this year and are for this quarter. And I think one of my big quarterly goals was to start cooking more at home. So I'm doing a lot more HelloFresh. I do HelloFresh. I get three meals a week. I really like it. I wish they were sponsoring this. HelloFresh, please sponsor. Um, but I really am enjoying the fact that I know that three nights a week, I will sit at home. I will cook from start to finish. And I love that action of like intentionally and intentionally cooking to nourish yourself, seeing the product from start to finish, dealing with all the raw materials and dealing with the finished product. Like I said, those the the burger that I made earlier and like the one that I've left over and the potato wedges, they were delicious and they scared the shit out of me because they were caloric. And again, it's that kind of leads into my second goal, which was just mentally strengthening my. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored my feelings towards myself, looking intrinsically, being my own number one fan. Here's the thing. I can really fake it for the camera. I can fake it for the mic. I can fake it for my friends. Um, and I can fake it in other standpoints too. Wink, wink. No, I'm kidding. Um, but one thing that it's hard for me to do is fake it with myself. I will rag on myself. I will tear myself down. But what I've had to learn is I have to build myself back up again. And this quarter, I'm really trying to work on that. And I'm really trying to work on that self-love and that intrinsic motivation and that intrinsic love. I think self-love is, it has to be selfish. Um, And I think the word selfish always has this negative connotation of, oh, you're not thinking about others. But I think you need to think about yourself in order to be able to think about others, in order to raise others up. You also need to be able to raise yourself up. If you keep yourself on the back burner for so long, you're going to burn. You're going to boil over. All your water is going to evaporate. Fill your pot. Nourish yourself. Nourish your pot. Fill it with love, with affirmation, with assurance of yourself that you can do this for yourself and do it because you love yourself. But 
I do want to sidebar real quick because we're kind of talking about like self-love and nourishing ourselves and, you know, putting our pots on the back burner. And I actually want to talk about burners in the sense of food, like actual food. So I'm going to give you a recipe today. Um, I have been obsessed. My friends on Snapchat have seen this pretty much every day. Um, there's this cafe in my building that's right outside the gym. Um, they're all kind of like interconnected. And I go to the gym. I do my workout. I shower off. The shower facilities are also fucking gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. They're amazing. Um, but I shower off. And then since I used most of my lunchtime to work out, I don't really have time to leave the building and go get something. And a lot of times by the time I get home, I don't necessarily feel like cooking something for the next day in addition to cooking dinner for that night. So what I find myself doing is stopping at that cafe and they have like, you know, different sandwiches. I've been trying to keep my carbs like very intentional. Um, Carbs was definitely like one of my more like foods that I was afraid of whenever I would fall into like kind of like disordered eating patterns, admittedly. Um, But I'm still incorporating carbs, but I'm just being very intentional with it. And I'm just like being not picky, but I'm just like, okay, I would prefer to get these these carbs from from rice over like bread and again maybe that's just like some residual like disordered thinking but it it works for me it's healthy we're still doing well we're still doing great and we're still eating them we're not avoiding them and that's the big thing but um there's this teriyaki bowl that um that basically i get and it all my friends always ask what's what's in it and it's like all these delicious things that i probably would make at home but i'm just too lazy to um but i'm gonna tell you what's in it because it is delicious so it has roasted asparagus the best mushrooms i think i've ever had like they're like sweet green like umami mushrooms they're so delicious um it has scallions it has um sesame edamame which is delicious great source of protein it has chicken breast and it has shredded carrots and it's all over sticky rice and it is so good it just has so much vegetable and protein and the the sauce it's a teriyaki sauce it's so good um so i'm gonna teach you how to make my lazy boy teriyaki i used to make this a lot in college and i discovered just like it was super easy um to make and you can just like you know pair this with rice or you can pair this with noodles or you can just eat it alone or you can put it on top of your salad and it's literally like three ingredients it is so easy and it's so slept on and yeah let's share it so um, I prefer dark meat for this because dark meat is just so juicy. It is just so juicy. Okay. Um, I, I, I've been trying not to be as weird this episode as I've been in other episodes because in other episodes, I was sleep deprived. I was recording at like 2, 3 in the morning and it showed. And now I'm recording at a normal time like a normal human. So, you know, am I am I tired? I'm, I'm habitually tired. I'm always tired. But am I less weird whenever I'm tired also yes um but like I said I'm gonna use dark meat so I'm gonna use chicken thighs in this case I'm gonna just slice them up into like bite-sized pieces so I don't know how big your bite is so you know do it according to your bite if that's strips 
do it, babe. If that is chunks, which is like not a sexy word, but if it's chunks, then slice it in the chunks. I'm just slicing mine into like little bite-sized pieces, and then I'm going to just cook that off in a pan with some oil. I'm going to season it with salt and pepper, not too much salt because the sauce that we're going to use has soy sauce in it, which is very salty, very umami, but also very salty. So just lightly salt and pepper your chicken and cook it until, you know, it's cooked through. The sauce, you're just going to add it to the pan that you're cooking the chicken in. You're going to add in some soy sauce, and then you're going to follow that with brown sugar. And here's the thing, babe. I'm going to give measurements in the description, but they're arbitrary. Pour until your heart feels good, until it feels full, and it, until it feels warm. Um, that's what I have to say to that. Um, yeah, so I'm going to add in some soy sauce. I'm going to kind of eyeball it, but you can add in however much you want or however little you want. Just make it moist. Ugh, the word just ugh, makes my skin crawl. Another term that makes my skin crawl. That's pretty ironic. Anyways, let's get back to it. Um, then you're going to add in some brown sugar. And I like adding a little bit of red pepper flakes or, you know, the like um, the Sichuan like uh, chili flakes, the ones that have like the powder and the flakes. Um, it's because I'm a spicy babe and I want everyone to know that I'm spicy. So I make my food. A little spicy at times, but it's literally that. Um, you're going to just cook it until the brown sugar mixes in with the soy sauce. It'll get sticky and dissolve, and then you just serve it hot. You serve it immediately. Um, admittedly, when I was in college, there would be times where I'd eat it directly out of the pot. And it's fine, because it was my own pot, so I didn't care. <laughs> um, but, you know, however you, whatever floats your yacht, whatever floats your boat, Um that's how you should do it. But getting back to kind of like this self-love journey and all of the wonderful things that we were talking about before. So I guess the next portion of my goals for this quarter would be um, working on my intellect, feeding my brain, nourishing my brain. And that was kind of like the, the book club has kind of been in the works for the past month, but actually actioning it and getting members to join and creating a social media page for it. And as I mentioned earlier, the book that we're reading right now, it's called The Guest List. Um, it's by Lucy Foley, and I have not been able to put it down. So if you are looking for a book recommendation, follow us on Always Booked, Always Busy um, on Instagram, and that'll help you keep track of all the books that we are going to be reading in the future. I would love to expand this and to invite to have like a virtual discussion board regarding it. So I would really appreciate the support. I know that I have as many Instagram accounts as I have personalities. Um, and this one is to cater to my trophy husband personality that I am currently fostering. So that is, that is that. And I obviously can't leave y'all hanging without giving you a cocktail and with fall right around the corner, I was debating if I wanted to give you a fall cocktail or if I wanted to give you a summer cocktail because summer's not over. And I kind of just decided with something in between. So y'all know that I love Moscow mules. <laughs> um, I love them so much. And I think I've done so many variations of Moscow mules. But you know what? I think you need another variation. And this is a variation that... I was very hesitant to try, but I ended up loving it because it just made sense. Um, and 
here's the thing. It's going to sound a little weird when I tell you about it, but it makes sense. Apple and ginger, they just were meant to be. Not sour apple, not Granny Smith, just like apple. So what we're going to do is we're going to get a little bit of apple juice. Like, let's go with like an ounce of apple juice. It's it's a splash. Apple's not the star. This She's a guest. Um, Moscow Mule's the star. And then what we're going to do is take an ounce and a half of vodka to that apple juice. Also, let's do this in a glass filled with ice or a copper mug if you are a purist. I'm not a purist because I'm not going to have copper mugs that cost $15 just for one friggin' drink. Absolutely not. F that noise. <laughs> I love the fact that I sometimes censor myself on here where other times I'm just like, yeah, guys, F, 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 F. Like, I just censored myself again. Um, maybe I just, like, maybe I have a mental quota. Like, don't say too many curse words. Um, but, yeah, what, we, what do we have? We have an ounce of apple juice, ounce and a half of vodka. And then what you're going to do is you need a little bit of tart. Usually Moscow Mules can have lime juice. We're going to use lemon juice. I think lemon and apple work really well together. I think lime is just a bit too tart. So what you're going to do is just squeeze like a couple lemons in. Well, not whole lemons, like a couple lemon wedges. I should probably specify before I have y'all being like, Miles, this is sour. I don't know where that voice came from, but it worked it worked but um then what you're gonna do is just top that off with some ginger beer get a lemon as a garnish i know a lime is traditional but you know we're, we're bright and we're happy because we are working on ourselves and we are loving ourselves and we can use a friggin' lemon to garnish this and that is your cocktail but i'm gonna wrap up this episode just because i feel like i've been throwing a lot at you but i do want to leave you with this if you are feeling like in a slump and you feel like you need to kind of work on loving yourself and loving others and just being able to put yourself first. The hardest part is starting. And the sooner you recognize this is what you want, start immediately. If I could give any advice to anyone, it would be, I wish I would have started sooner. And just in case you need to hear it, you are enough. You are amazing. You are so loved. And I will catch you next week on the next episode. Bye. Hope you had a good time. If so, then please subscribe and leave a review. Because this podcast is new. We drink, we eat, we laugh out loud. My name is Miles. That's all for now.